0: Aloha Starshine.
1: Aloha Sunshine. And aloha listeners.
0: Aloha listeners. Welcome to the Zen Cheeky Lounge Holiday Spectacular. Wow, that
1: was lovely.
0: <laughs> Melee Kaliki Maka and all that good stuff. Let's put the music on, shall we?
1: it's not too loud.
0: No, I don't think it's too loud. No, this is very we're, nice. We're actually. doing we're doing an island holiday. Oh. Steel drums and everything. And it's, it's sad that uh, Kehlani couldn't be here because, well, she actually inadvertently invented the cocktail. She
1: did, yes. For,
0: that we're enjoying this fine holiday episode here. She mixed here. her own drink. This is the fifth holiday mm-hmm. we've shared here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. For those of you who have never joined us before, which I know is not that many of you, but, you know, there may be a few. We are the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. We start each and every show with some exotica. And, of course, holiday-themed this week. A nice cocktail, whether it be a new one we've fashioned, created, made up, pulled out of our ass, as Pumpkin says. Stolen. Or uh, just Ooh. grabbed from one of the classic uh, tiki uh, books or bartenders, uh, Trader Vic, uh, Don the Beachcomber, etc. Or like to drink. the infamous Beach Bum Berry. Mm-hmm tiki uh, mixologist extraordinaire. But anyway, so this this week, uh, well, we just want to welcome everybody and we're going to have a good time. And the drink we're having, it's actually quite simple, but it does require a little bit of planning. So we were at a ugly Christmas sweater party.
1: The best, yes.
0: And You had a
1: lovely sweater,
0: by the way. L- by lovely, I hope you mean ugly. I
1: mean hideous.
0: Okay, thank yes. you. <laughs> and there are pictures of... Uh, starshine and i on facebook right now on the zentee lounge page if you want to go see the quite
1: hard to find an actual ugly sweater in a store now we had to make our own
0: that's true we did it's 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 hard to find them because now they make them all pretty and and more cute than ugly
1: i guess in 20 years they'll be ugly
0: yes i think they will be so we sewed crap onto ours so i'm gonna
1: start earlier next i had
0: lots of bells and balls and they were breaking glass was breaking everywhere So uh, I had talked earlier on a couple of podcasts before about uh, making my own spiced rum. And we're going to talk more about that later in the show because there's actually an email about it. Mm. But real quick right now, we were having some champagne cocktails. We were having some uh, spiced rum eggnog. Yes, and Uh, Keelani
1: didn't like any of that.
0: She didn't. So (laughs) she took some of my spiced rum, my homemade spiced rum, without me knowing it. Mm -hmm. And she poured a little nip or a big nip into some pomegranate juice and some orange juice mm-hmm. and it was just those two things with and then with the rum and she said hey sunshine try this and I did and I was like by god that is damn good. It
1: was tastier than the eggnog. It Definitely. was I admit. I and admit. the champagne.
0: Eggnog is a love or hate relationship. The senator
1: loves it. I have a problem with it. it- I don't know. I used to like it. I just don't like it anymore. I like
0: the thought of it because yes. it's holidays, yes. but, but I don't doesn't... necessarily care for it. Now I no. always buy light eggnog, so it's not that thick yeah. mess. But uh, the, the, lumpy, the rum, the rum, the rum makes it worth it when in the right quantities. So anyway, so Kalani put this drink together, and I have I have dubbed it just simply uh, Kalani's Xmas Grog hmm. because Kalani doesn't celebrate Christmas with the Jesus, so I went with Xmas. I don't and either, it's, so I guess K-Lani, i do the Xmas too. And uh, and it, I think it's just a simple grog. Yes. And, and a grog is really just fruit juice and rum, and so it's Kaylani's Xmas grog. And I will give the full recipe on the webpage this week, com, and you can get it and...
1: Drink up. And
0: you can enjoy it. Now, let's have another big mm-hmm. sip. What, I mean, what do you think? Because this is the second time you've tried it, Yeah.
1: Yes, and I liked it at our little party, and I stopped drinking the champagne and started drinking her grog.
0: There's just something about this spiced rum and the simple combination mm-hmm. of the pineapple juice and the pomegranate juice. It's um less pine less pomegranate, more more pineapple.
1: Orange um,
0: juice. Oh, oh, orange juice. Sorry, yes. orange juice. <laughs> and, uh, and <laughs> Don't a, confuse and about, the listeners. And about two ounces of the spiced rum that we'll give a recipe and I for. Think later. Thanks
1: to you, in the last what how many years we've been doing the show.
0: Work five or so.
1: I prefer rum over anything else now. Mm,
0: because well, I ditched
1: the champagne for the rum.
0: I have worked my magic on you. Yes. Well, we're going to do, do a little bit of mail here. And mm, uh, even, even a little bit of uh, mail that's slightly holiday themed. Mm. And, uh, well, we'll, uh, we'll go dig out uh, Santa's big mail sack. Oh, and mm, we'll has be, it been
1: naughty?
0: It's been a very mm. naughty, naughty mail sack. And we'll be right back. Geeky mail.
1: That sack looks like it's been naughty.
0: (laughs) I turned the music back on just for the sack.
1: Yes, it needs to be spanked.
0: Well, let's let's reach in here and let's pull something out of uh, the mail sack. What do you say?
1: That would be nice.
0: Okay. Uh, This first email comes to us from Mick.
1: Mick, huh?
0: Mick says, hey guys, I hate to disagree, but I think that the best part of some fries is the flavor from the fryer oil. My favorite fries are the kind you get in a fisherman's wharf kind of place where the oil is also used for making calamari, clam strips, fried oysters, and the like. Fishy fries, yum. Eat them up, good. Um, Keep up the good work on the podcast, Mick. So, Pumpkin and I were talking last show about... We like the Del Taco fries because they're crinkle cut and they get really crispy on the outside, and then they're nice and potatoey I on the inside. We've talked about it
1: before, because I like the old yeah. Carl's Jr. fries.
0: And uh, and the thing we like about Del Taco, and I know this is is West Coast uh, and a little bit of the uh, Western states, so I'm sorry for those of you who cannot experience Del Taco, but. They make a damn good fry. And, mm-hmm. But French fries are the only things they fry in their restaurants. So there's nothing else that ever goes in that oil but the I fries. Agree. So it's, it's a virgin French fry if ever there was one. Whereas everywhere else, they're putting hash browns and onion rings and fish sure. and chicken, all kinds of things I in there. I like which...
1: jack-in-the-box fries, too. They're nice and crispy. But I agree with him. If you go to a fish and chips place, you want them to taste like the fish and chips.
0: No, that's true. Yeah. I, I, I think I would agree with that. Next up, Aloha ZTL. I just made the rum cake. Sunshine Mm. talks about it every year, and I was too lazy to try it. This year, I made four of them. Wow! I gave one to each of my tiki friends, and also gave them a bottle of my own rum that I spiced with some ideas from the podcast. My best friend, who got me into tiki, said she never tasted a spiced rum that good, so that's a big compliment. Yes,
1: I made a rum cake
0: of my very own just for me using the spiced rum. Omg!
1: LOL and
0: she put effing finger-banging good Well, (laughs) Cheap gifts and still some time for people to make them really quick. Mahalo, Jen Tiki.
1: Wow, Jen.
0: So real quick, the recipe for my uh, rum cake is on uh, Facebook. So facebook.com slash Zentiki Lounge. And you can find the recipe card there. It's a picture of the actual stained, rum-stained recipe card.
1: Get some kick-ass rum
0: cake, too. And uh, the secret is, instead of using regular pudding in that rum cake, use banana or coconut. Use (laughs) banana or coconut pudding <laughs> in place of the vanilla pudding, and it really just adds that extra tropical kick to your rum cake, plus lots of rum. Mm,
1: of course. Uh,
0: but uh, the spiced rum it's just a 750-milliliter bottle of gold rum, Bacardi, Krusen, whatever. It doesn't really matter because you're adding a lot of flavor. I mean, don't get like Ron Vaccaro or anything of that's going to give not. you a headache. Costco but, rum. And then slice a fresh vanilla bean down the middle, put it in, put it into the, into the bottle, and uh, take one full cinnamon stick, crack it in half, drop that into the bottle, and then take two cloves and drop that into the bottle. Mm-hmm. Every day, turn it upside down once or twice. After two or three days, you're going to want to take out the cloves. And you can do that just by pouring the whole bottle through a coffee filter or a cheesecloth to capture the solid bits. And then, pour, or you could and, and get a, a
1: really long pair of tweezers and try yes, to get it out yes, that way. You, yes, your your clove,
0: your rum clove removing tweezers. Yes, yes. of course. And, and then, um, and the reason you want to take the clove out is because clove will overpower this Definitely. real quickly if you leave those in. Um, and then go ahead and pour it back into the bottle put the vanilla bean and the cinnamon back and then just let that go for a month. Or and it's so. tasty. And, and, and you just leave it in and, mm-hmm. and it's delicious. And you can use that to be the rum in your rum cake. You can use it to make Kailani's Xmas grog like yes. we're having today. You can just do shooters. You can add it to eggnog. Uh, it does all your holidays right. It's
1: very tasty. Mm. Drink away.
0: And I think that maybe... We just might serve a drink this simple, yet this good, at Tiki Oasis next year. That
1: would be a lot less work for you. Yes, it
0: would. It <laughs> <laughs> can be like, Lonnie came up with this. She actually did something for a change, rather than just show up and drink. Oh,
1: bitch. Mm. Now I'm going to have to do something. I feel you're like, gonna, um, yeah, You're going to have to
0: think of something. Black sheep. Okay, so let's see here. Um, now, uh, Let's Tiki, and Let's Tiki is a, a friend and group on Facebook, said uh, January 8th, from 7 to 10 p.m. They're hosting a virtual Tiki Party streaming live on Ustream. Mm. I put put a reminder on the iPhone because I want to check it out. I've never heard of a live streaming Tiki Party, and so I want to check it out. So go friend, let's Tiki. The phrase, Let's Tiki, on Facebook, and you can you can join in the fun, I suppose. We can I get suppose, our own and we'll drinks, see. and
1: we can... Um, yeah, exactly.
0: And we'll see. It's a Saturday night. We'll, well see it, how fun it is. it's not like
1: they're Skyping. It's not interactive. It's just you're watching them have a party? I,
0: I believe so, yes. Oh, all right. it, it might be. You stream can be interactive. Hmm. And let's see. And then Tiki Chris Pinto of TikiLoungeTalk.com suggests the Captain's Eggnog Grog as a holiday drink. Uh, there's lots of ingredients in this, very spicy and flavorful. We tried it last year or the year before, I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. I did quite like it a lot, but you can go to tiki loungetalk.com and you can check out that recipe for Captain's Eggnog Grog. I do recommend it. it. takes a little bit of time because of the ingredients, but it's worth it and you know, it's the holidays and everybody expects you to go you have over to the do top do something anyway. that
1: takes a long time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If you didn't go out and shop forever. Whether it forever, be
1: cookies or something.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that about does it for the mail. All right. And uh, we'll be back in a moment with some reviews from iTunes. Mm-hmm.
2: Makes Christmas so nice Girls and boys are full of cheer
0: Just in case anyone at home is keeping score, that, 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 that song, that, mm-hmm. that great holiday exotica tune that we just listened to, yes. is the Blue Hawaiians and their tune Jingle Jangle.
1: And it was lovely.
0: I like that there is holiday exotica out there. You don't have to just stick with the usual Amy Grant ear raping bullshit.
1: That's true. Because that I true. really
0: believe that Amy Grant is ear rape.
1: You didn't used to. <laughs> no, I didn't used I to. I've known you for a long time. In my, in my more devout
0: religious days, uh, I she believe... She
1: was the bomb I, about 20 years ago. You, you, well, no, you know what?
0: I actually never had a thing for Amy Grant. There was there was a guy named Michael W. Smith. Did
1: he I, I have... Kinda, um, was I kinda, he the one where his kid died? I don't know. Does he have a lot of kids? I don't know. There was one was a sad story where his daughter... He had an adopted daughter from China that went on the driveway, and she was young. And his older teenage, oh god, I don't know his teenage son backed over. Well, that's depressing. We don't even I'm talk not, about it. But I I'm thought not, maybe that I'm not sure about that. Yes, but we'll have to Google it. <laughs> but yes, Amy Grant.
0: Yeah, Amy Grant. So uh, don't don't care. Who got too a much. little
1: saucy with her Christianity because she had an affair Cheated with Vince on, Gill? And, yes, but they're still together. But
0: wait, she's still together with her husband, or together with Vince Gill? Vince Gill. So she cheated and then stayed with Vince Gill, yes. or went with. That's what okay. I was trying to say. And yes. those and those are the good Christian values that this country, America, was yeah. brought up on. Was um, if you're gonna cheat, stick with the person you cheated with.
1: Yes, because it's longevity, and you'll forget about the first one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, don't
0: let those gays get married. But mm-hmm. by all means, if if you're sticking the wiener in the vagina, you have every you right to do, uh, not. Not have anything Manogamous serious about those or... vows and not yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, and I'm not biased or anything. No, of course not. So um, let's see. I we had a I, there's a thing or two that I wanted I wanted to discuss this week. Um, We're
1: doing iTunes reviews.
0: Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> let's put on some more Christmas music for the iTunes mm-hmm. review. I think that I think that would be appropriate. Okay, so we have um, we have two new reviews that came in on the iTunes. Okay, But first, I want to say that, um, so you know, watch what I'm watch what I'm gonna do here, Starshine. I'm gonna go to uh, most helpful in the reviews. You can sort reviews on iTunes for a podcast by most helpful, most favorable, most critical, and most recent. Lovely. Now iTunes defaults to the most helpful view when you first pull up a podcast. And how
1: does it view that it's most helpful?
0: By how many people voted that the review was helpful or not helpful. Oh, I see. So, for example, it says, was this review helpful? And you check yes or no. Oh, I see. So, back in February of 2007, someone by the name of Jay Fellrath said... I tried to listen to an episode of this podcast and couldn't get through more than 10 minutes of it without going back to iTunes and deleting the whole thing. He
1: didn't try hard enough.
0: The one thing I got out of it was the drink recipe, and I can get those from other places. The rest of it was blathering about celebrities, their friends, how much they hate crying babies, etc. These two are completely annoying, and their podcast has no merit to it at all. Wow. Well, That's now, the, the title of the review is Vapid and Nearly Useless. Now, that, again, that's been on there since 2007. So we're okay. now going on three, year, well, more than three years. Oh, my, Mr. Four.
1: Mathematician. Right.
0: <laughs> now, what I'm getting at is, now, that is that the only one-star call. rating we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Every other rating that we have had has been a four- or five-star rating.
1: You've improved with time.
0: So now, if you search for the ratings on iTunes by most recent, mm-hmm. you get the ones that I want to read to you now. But I'm asking you all this. If you could all... Go to that review on iTunes and go ahead and say that it was not helpful. And if a couple more people, basically if just three more people say that that review is not helpful, it will permanently go to the bottom of the list and it will no longer show up as the first review in default. And therefore, people who are, you know, simple, simple, who just read the first thing that pops up in front of them and goes, oh, bad review, I'm done. Yes. Those people will maybe give the podcast
1: a try. And that's what we like.
0: That's what we like. Because I think the other 30 people who have reviewed the show who have said wonderful things, or some slightly critical but mostly wonderful things, Mm -hmm. because...
2: Take it. We like criticism. Yeah. So now
0: here's one, and this one is from PFM. I don't know what that means. PFM. Listening to this podcast is like visiting a dimly lit tiki bar and eavesdropping on the fun and eccentric patrons... Sadly, my only podcast listening time is during my commute, so I can only imagine joining them for a drink. Sarah Palin gives it two thumbs down. Oh, poor Sarah Palin. <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> Stuck and in then, Alaska Now, this one awesome. is from Damon, and Damon says, I've been listening to Zen Tiki Lounge for a few months now. This is more fun than your typical tiki podcast. You get great tiki drink recipes and always a good laugh. The hosts, oh, as the hosts talk about a wide variety of subjects, including politics, environmental issues, and their life adventures. We've had some life adventures. Yes, we're stupid. Tonight, I was listening while making dinner, and my partner is now hooked after listening to just a few minutes. I feel like I'm right at the tiki bar with Sunshine, Starshine, Pumpkin, and Kaylani. Now, this listener, Damon, is one of the few who actually was able to call out all four of the hosts. Yeah,
1: because I can't remember any of your names. I, so I've you known know, you for I hardly remember. I'll be like, "Who
0: are you?" Uh, who Bitch.
1: Are
0: so I'm impressed. Um, Now I had read one of those reviews before, and I just wanted to read them again to show that uh, you know a positive review goes a long way, and that's all we want for Christmas. We don't we don't even want you to click the donation badge on the podcast homepage. Just just leave a nice review on iTunes. That's what we want for Christmas. It costs you nothing. It just takes a few moments for you to do it, and most of all, go to that vapid, nearly useless. Comment you know, that somebody left in February of 2007 and say that it was not helpful.
1: If, if I was scrolling through the TV and something was described as bad, bad and useless, I would actually. Watch I would. It. I would too. <laughs> but we're not the average people, I think. i that's, like, that's the show for me right there, Vapid.
2: Oh,
0: that's what the holidays are all about—sharing. Uh. Okay, so um, there we go. So there's uh, there's some there's some iTunes reviews and, and hopefully you know there
1: there will be some more, I'm sure. You know, for Christmas I'll go leave you a. Or maybe I'll have the senator do it so it doesn't look like I'm, you know, doing my own show.
0: All right. I think, yes, I think that sounds fair. Because I've already put my own comments on there as much as, not my comments, but I've already checked it once and I can only do that once. All right. Well, then I'll have to do it. All right. So, uh, Starshine. Yes. When you're thinking about holiday memories, Mm -hmm. what is your favorite? Whether you think back to childhood or you think back to last year or whatever it is, but when you when you think of, hmm, I would like to do that again, or I'd like to experience that again, or that was cool, or that was a fun holiday, what, do you, what comes to mind?
1: I always think of when I was a kid and my mom's side of the family had a very large family. My grandmother had 16 brothers and sisters. And, wow. Uh, yeah, a lot. Um, big Italian family, and every year there would be about 60 people in her house every year. And same with my dad's side. It wasn't as big, but there were still a lot. And so I missed that from when I was a kid because they're all dead.
2: Uh, whoa. Because
1: my grandmother's 94. Yeah. So She's not dead, though. No, she's not. But all, she only has one brother still alive out of the 16. Okay. So that it's not like that anymore. It's not like that on my dad's side anymore. And so it's kind of... I would like to go back and experience that one more time.
0: And you know what? And I don't know if, if people are going to have a chance to do that anymore. Because I have very similar memories of we'd either go out to Lake Elsinore, California, which for those of you who've never been there, it's in the middle of sweating hell. Yes,
1: it is. Uh,
0: even at Christmas, uh, it is 92 degrees uh, in late December in Lake Elsinore, California. Usually windy and dusty. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Although they
1: plant trees here and there to make you think that there's supposed to be trees there, but there's not. No, no.
0: no. You turn the sprinklers off and that place is a, is a dust bowl.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but uh, So we would go out there every other year, and then the other years we would... Um, we would go to my other grandmother's house. And yeah, it would seriously be like 50 plus people that would get together on either Christmas day or Christmas Eve. And now in the last 10 years or so, you know, the family gatherings have gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. Not because people were, were dying or dead necessarily, certainly some of the older folk have passed on. But um, I think culture, society has just changed. People splinter off into their smaller groups mm-hmm. more often now rather than everyone getting together for a big holiday. And I think it all comes down to, I'm going to say this, selfishness and pride. Because it's all about I want it at my house mm-hmm. or it's about I don't want it at my house because I don't want to do anything. It's like one of those two dynamics. So instead of having like that grandma's house that everybody went to, mm-hmm. that that doesn't seem to exist anymore. Okay. You've got, you've got a, a pair of grandparents maybe who... Um, they would rather come over to somebody else's house and have them do all the work, or um, they just, the big groups just don't get together anymore.
1: Or maybe it's just going through a cycle for us, 30s, and so maybe this is the site, psych- you know, maybe it's just kind of could a be. cyclical thing. Let me a I, I think
0: maybe it's because our families aren't drinking enough rum. I think so.
1: What I would like to do one year for Christmas is just say, screw it all, and go on a big trip.
0: Yeah, that would be Wouldn't nice. that be fun? I'd just like to go to Hawaii for Christmas. Screw I'd like everybody else. I would
1: like to go else. to Lake Tahoe or even like, Europe yeah, there's gambling there. Someplace. I could do that. I would just like to say, you know what, let's go. And I bet my parents would go with me because they'd be like, screw it, I don't want to do this either. But that's what mm. I would like to do is go on a big trip.
0: That does sound good. That sounds really good. Do that next year. Le- Let's do that. Okay, we we'll You know I can never do that with my job.
1: We can go to Vegas. I can't. You have to work on that. Don't you have enough seniority now? No. I I'm I'm will I'm never on, have enough. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> off until January 3rd. I know you are. I hate
0: you. <laughs> you know what your Christmas is? A lump of dog crap in a stocking. We'll work
1: for the government, alright? <laughs> I don't want to
0: work for the government. Make
1: no money, but you get two weeks off at Christmas.
0: Um... So, but yeah so the, so those big yeah for me the big family gatherings now another thing that I think about when I think about oh the good holiday memories mm-hmm. um, for me is always when um, a family member had too much liquor and just went off went apeshit on another family member So that
1: never happened with my family see but in my of my family's really drink
0: and mine it did every yeah. now and then and so it would be you know aunt so and so or uncle so and so or grandma whatever um would just you know have a bit much of the nog or um Actually, it was the Crown Royale,
1: mm.
0: yeah, or would have a bit of the too much of the Crown and Get sauced and tell somebody what they really think.
1: See, that's the best. That's why you need big family. And and
0: it would be over something stupid like, my coleslaw is better than yours, and you stole that recipe from Betty Crocker.
1: And no coleslaws. And that's how it would
0: start. And then all of a sudden, you know, people are crying, gnashing of teeth, and and Helen Broomstone, fire and Broomstone. That's those Mm. are
1: the memories that you remember.
0: Yes, I. Well, yeah, I think so.
1: And I also remember like all the food from when I was little, and so I want the food to be exactly the same. Like on Christmas Eve, we. Only eat fish, but we eat. One of my grandmother was cooking ten different kinds of fish. It was an oh like Italian God. thing. You'd have oh there were ten different like there was you know the soup bacla bak- it's bacala bakla, salted I don't cod know. soup and that uh, fried disgusting. shrimp and it's not you soak the salt out of it. It's fish soup. All right, uh, but you know there's very specific things that you eat, and I still want to eat those. And when people try to uh, veer from that, I get very angry.
0: Okay. See, that is a really untraditional. But you said it's Italian not, it's inspired, not, it right?
1: Is, no, you don't eat meat on Christmas Eve. It's very traditional. It's a fish. You eat fish.
0: See, I mean, I've my family's always celebrated Christmas Eve, but Christmas Eve was always about snacks, and then thanks. Or Christmas Day was the big, mm-hmm. the big shindig. But in more recent years, Christmas Eve has been about. Um, grandma always made fudge rocky road to be specific she would always have a cheese log rolled in nuts of course with, with crackers and then there would be an assortment of cookies and then we would have cocoa punch champagne eggnog what have you and we really didn't need a meal it was just about snacks and opening presents and then on christmas day the other grandma would make her walnut waffles and uh, it, was about, uh, it was about waffles and then doing Christmas presents on that side of the family.
1: Mm. My other side of the family, the Irish side on Christmas Eve, would make a, it's a Midwestern thing, a bastardized version of goulash which was noodles and ground beef and tomato sauce and when my husband went over to my aunt's house the first year that we met on Christmas Eve and he's Hungarian right so he knows a goulash the national dish is goulash and they offered him goulash and he was like what is this shit this isn't goulash (laughs) did he he
0: actually say that he was
1: like he was all offended he was like this isn't goulash what are they serving me he was like just calm down and eat it it's taco meat and vegetables (laughs) and a cheese puree
0: this is horrible
1: but he still brings that up on Christmas Eve to my aunt you know are you going to serve me that goulash (laughs) oh well but it's not. A goulash, It's like the Midwestern one, is kind of like a ground beef thing. And, oh,
0: I I can't say that I ever had to experience the joy of that.
1: It doesn't taste bad. It's just not goulash.
0: My dad made goulash once or twice, and that was code for I opened cans, threw crap in a pan, and added meat and a sauce. Goulash and is
1: really just beef stew.
0: He called it goulash. Yeah,
1: no, it's beef stew.
0: Doesn't it have to have peas in it?
1: No, there's no peas in goulash. There
0: isn't? No. My dad always made it with No, peas. no peas. All right, well... Now, there's no um, peas in Hungary. When you do Starshine, when you do your holiday shopping, mm-hmm. do you prefer online or in person?
1: Now I prefer online, and I like to get it over with before December first.
0: Well, that's a good plan. Yes, that's a good plan. I did a good amount. Well well into the beginning of December, even some in November, but I still have to do some in-person shopping. I like to get out there a little bit.
1: I did go to my downtown area of the city I lived in because it has nice little cute shops and I tried to frequent smaller businesses and do some Christmas shopping there this year because they don't—they have different things than everyone else.
0: They Well, that's true and you're just going to find the same crap in the big yeah, stores. So we went to even our, online you're just going to yeah. find the same crap. So we
1: bought maybe a quarter of our presents downtown this year. Well, that was nice of you to yours patronize was, the little guy. one of them.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's nice. I'm, so, I'm even more excited now.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I like a, I like a little both. Now, how about Jesus or no Jesus for the Christmas?
1: <laughs> I haven't done Jesus in a long time. We were raised Catholic. I'm half Irish, half Italian, so you automatically have to be Catholic. But I haven't done the Jesus thing since I was 15. Did you
0: ever do the Christmas Eve Mass no,
1: but we always went to church and all that good stuff. But, you know, a senator, of course, was an altar boy and shit. He always did that.
0: Was he touched?
1: You know, I don't know, but his friend Renee got... A, somebody tried to take really weird pictures of him in dolphin shorts one time.
0: What are dolphin shorts? You know,
1: cross-country shorts. Like, the really oh, short. Oh, oh, One of the priests okay. took him aside and tried to take a whole bunch of pictures of him one time. And I was like, that's kind of odd. Don't you guys think that's odd?
0: I think that's a little odd. Yeah. That's That's just short of touching.
1: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Or
0: that's like to see if the kid doesn't find it odd, then touching will maybe happen. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> ooh, he doesn't think this nah, is weird. You no,
1: know, keep doing it.
0: Please, why don't you come here behind the altar where we keep the communion way? For his little mm, no, boy. it
1: has to be an Irish accent too because all my priests were always Irish.
0: Oh, but well, I don't do an Irish accent, no, but we'll see what, let's see what Santa has to say. I think
1: my family is. Wow. Read? I may be occupied for some time. That's like a Santa in the shitter.
0: It is. And uh a well, listener sent this to us, and I just, you know, this is our last our last chance to it's
1: classy, have, Santa,
0: have Santa talk to us before yeah. next year. Oh,
1: Wow!
3: <laughs> oh.
0: Wow!
1: That was a good one! Wow. You know, what? courtesy flush never does It hurt just keeps anybody. going. Yeah, it won't shut Santa.
0: up. Santa, you're a dirty old. Fart.
1: Maybe the listeners can tell me when their children stop believing in Santa. Oh! Because the, um,. The little senator's been questioning me, but he obviously wants to believe in Santa, so I don't want to...
0: I was seven.
1: Well, he's seven. So maybe next year will be the year that...
0: I he... was seven when I stopped believing in Santa, because I remember, um, I, uh... I, the year before, I, I got up to go to the bathroom or something, and saw the parents drinking uh jug wine in the living room with the Mm -hmm. christmas tree and putting stuff under the tree and stuff in the stockings and i just remember asking my mom about it and she told me some story you know and i believed it and i went back to bed but then by the next year i had figured it out and uh, by seven i was like "Mm -mm, i ain't going for this anymore so maybe
1: next year he'll be because he's questioning me like he wants me to tell him that it's not real but when i kind of broach it with him he gets upset Really? Yeah, because I don't, you know, if he's Well, gonna, he's moody. If he's going to ask me questions about it, I'm going to tell him the truth. You yeah. know, if you, you know, like, yeah. he's already, we've already blown the Easter Bunny out of the water two weeks ago because he kept questioning and I just flat out said, well, he, there's no stupid bunny that brings you candy. <laughs> but you'll still get candy. And he was upset about that. So I'm like, all right, we'll just keep Santa as it is. He right
0: was now. upset that there's no bunny or upset that it's just you bringing the candy or He was
1: more upset that it was just me bringing the candy. But I was like, you are still getting candy. Yeah. Bitch,
0: eat your candy. <laughs> eat your damn candy. Well, um, you know, if you if you still need a if you still need a, a last minute gift, I do have a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the book that uh, Everett Peacock wrote which is part 2 of The Parrot Toxic Chocolate is called In the Middle of the Third Planet's Most Wonderful of Oceans. And it's wondrous. What's that? Wondrous emotions. And I don't think I've actually read the excerpt that's actually on the back of the book. But you don't we've, read. We've read... I've read the book already.
1: Oh, I'm impressed. We've,
0: we've, we've read parts of the book, but I've never actually read it. And so here's an excerpt from the book. It says, Life seems to usually be running about 135% of its normal speed. Too many options, and you soon begin to miss a lot of the good stuff. A perfect example would be having to decide between going surfing and sleeping in late with a beautiful young woman or with a beautiful pool boy
1: (laughs) boy. either
0: choice would force missing out on the other outstanding option Mm -hmm. um and that's just one quick little little snippet there but then right below that is this little it's this little tiki mug with a straw and it says includes seven great tiki drink recipes Mm. two of those just happen to be mine
1: maybe i can read that this week Oh, it? I've read it, so it's yes, okay. you,
0: could, you can read it now.
1: I do read quite fast, I'm not bragging. So, but I Well, can finish you know, this. the
0: nice thing about that book is, um, it, is it is a book that mm-hmm. gets you interested and hooked quick enough that you can polish it off in two, three days, especially if you're a good reader. Mm-hmm. I did that book in a week, and for me, that's amazing. I, you probably could. I cannot. Because um, anything that has more than five pages is going to take me at least yeah. more than a day. I can't. Because I can do a magazine article in a day. But. I don't
1: like, it's like, um, I don't like waiting to find the end of something. And so when I have a book, I have to finish it Okay, now as soon as I can.
0: my character, mm-hmm. Sunshine, does not appear until the end of the book, really. Okay. So... Don't skip, you don't, don't skip. You need to read the book.
1: I would never. I don't okay. skip. I just read fast. Oh, oh,
0: oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's why. So you, you're, it's not that you're skipping. I you just know can't how wait, so you just yeah. keep reading. And oh, so I okay. have to
1: finish it because I want to know how it ends.
0: I'm the same way when I watch a cheesy horror movie on TV or something like that, and I'm like, all right, I have to be at work in six hours, but oh, I just guess same I have thing. to finish this. You have to
1: finish it. Yeah. You have to know how it is. I know
0: that is. Yeah. So uh, a really, a really good book. You can go to theparrottalksandchocolate.com and then click the link and get this book and just have it sent directly to somebody. And then in the meantime, since it probably won't get shipped in time as, as of hearing this week's episode, um, go and yeah. buy them a bottle of rum print out the shipping receipt, wrap <laughs> it around it the it. bottle of rum, put it in front of them and say, drink this, and by the time you're sober, your book will be here. Or I think that's to, a great idea. give
1: them at um, what some people celebrate the epiphany or something afterwards. What? It's on January 6th. Uh, I don't I do don't you know. You could give them it to that.
0: I don't know. I don't, the I don't senator's know friend,
1: Renee, celebrates that the epiphany.
0: Okay, all right. So, what do you say uh, we dial up Pumpkin and see if we can get that get that hooker to? Um,
1: She's probably breastfeeding her dogs.
0: Well, she we, she lacks she lacks takes peanut butter. We know that mm. much. Now she she usually doesn't answer the phone, but we're just gonna we're gonna try anyway. So let's see here. Can you hear it ringing? Do you hear it?
1: What me? Yes, I hear it ringing. All right,
0: I'm just making sure.
1: You're being facetious.
0: No, I I don't I don't know what's going on in your headphones.
1: What's he pouring? Hello.
0: Hello. Well,
1: hello.
0: Oh, who is this? Who's
3: this?
0: Well, is this I don't Santa? Yes, it's Santa.
3: <laughs>
0: no, here's here's Santa. Ooh,
3: you're knocking my drink over, oh, bitch.
1: Can you hand me a new roll, please? Not much I can do with this cardboard tube. I don't want to listen to this shit.
0: So pumpkin uh Pumpkin, you're you're not you're not here with us in the lounge. Where are you?
1: No, I'm at home.
3: The rain has um impeded my way to the lounge.
1: There's a river around her house. Yes, there is. Oh,
0: I'm sure. You know, now, <laughs> listeners, I will give her, I will give her a little bit of benefit of the doubt here. It has rained for what five days straight now.
1: Forty-five days. For...
0: <laughs> yes. Noah's
1: Ark. The is lounge in the has
0: turned into a giant bamboo ark. Luckily, it's filled with two of each kind of rum. Yes. <laughs> so they can mate and make more. <laughs>
1: that is lots and lots of drinks.
0: Uh, we, uh, Starshine and I are enjoying a lovely, uh, cocktail. We, I named it, uh, Kehlani's Xmas Grog. So what's ex- actually in, uh, Kehlani's it's X-mas orange It's ju- orange juice, pomegranate juice, and then my very own, uh, spiced holiday rum. Then the res- listeners can get the recipe on, at Zentigelounge.com if they want And a little bit it.
1: of Kehlani's breast milk. Yes, yes,
0: yes, just for froth.
1: Yes, it kind of gives it a nice tang. Oh. <laughs> yummy, yummy. I put that on? and then
3: did you use
0: your frother no i didn't because this is actually a drink one of the few drinks so you don't need to shake it you just pour the ingredients in a mug use your straw or swizzle to stir it up add some ice and you're good to go it's it's really simple we're thinking about serving this at tiki oasis next year pumpkin
1: Mm. it is
0: spicy but i don't think i care
1: i don't think it's holiday though because since of i always juice.
0: yeah since i always have to challenge myself to have two unique drinks for tiki oasis uh well i think we got one down so i'll work could on this another be one
1: that you mixed in advance i know you don't like doing that but could you mix this up this in would advance?
0: easily be a drink you could mix so maybe in you advance. could be
1: a little more relaxed this year instead yes? of the drill sergeant you usually are oh
0: me what are you talking about
1: whatever <laughs> that's why pumpkin didn't even go last year because you're such a drill sergeant
0: no, Pumpkin, Pumpkin didn't go last year because she doesn't like people.
1: Well, that's okay. Either does a senator. You don't have to like people.
0: Pumpkin doesn't like... Pumpkin's not a very big party fan, and she doesn't like people when she doesn't know them.
1: I prefer stranger. drunk strangers. I don't like actually knowing people.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I just have a fabulous time.
1: <laughs> like it when I'm never going to see well, you again. Well, Pumpkin,
0: um, you know, we we do want to let you go because we know you're breastfeeding your dog. So, um Oh, no,
3: we bake cookies
0: today.
1: For oh, the dog? Oh, that's cute. Yes, we bake cookies
0: today. Vegan cookies? And, huh? Vegan of cookies? Course. Vegan dog cookies?
1: cookies.
0: Oh, do they taste as bad as that one you gave me two weeks ago? Because that was pretty raunch. No, I got that on NorthPole.com. That was um, Blame Mrs. Claus. So there you go, listeners. You heard it here. NorthPole.com shitty, North shitty cookies. Yes. <laughs> well, at least the ones
1: that I made were
3: not very good. But the ones that I made today tasted like sugar cookies. Plus, those were in the trunk of my car for a week. The sugar cookies? And you gave
0: me the cookie anyway?
3: No, you ate it. I put
0: the stolen on top of it, and I told you not to eat the cookie, but you ate the cookie. Oh, oh well, you know. I guess I it's well, like, I was. You know, of- it was after the podcast, and I'd had lots of rum. So, pumpkin, could you maybe? Was there anything that you wanted to say to the listeners uh, for the holiday uh, spectacular since you're not here? Well, no,
3: I just. Had- of things to bring
0: up oh okay go um, ahead
3: um, should i feel guilty about not sending out christmas
1: cards or christmas i didn't either oh, i didn't
3: either <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's my point i think the are passe now because of the Facebook. And all the social networking sites, do you really need to send out Christmas
0: cards anymore? Okay, the boyfriend and I, I last so. night, for the last four nights, we were like, we're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to do it tomorrow. And last night, I was driving to the local store, and I called him up, and I said, you know what? Why don't we just return the damn things? I'll use one of the boxes for the coworkers to go with yeah. the, uh, the boss gifts, and then, um, and then we'll take the other boxes of cards back, and we'll just skip it.
1: Agree? Isn't it enough to just say "Happy Holidays" to all your friends on Facebook because yeah. they're all the same people you'd be sending cards to? That's true. And so you don't. I sent a smile box
3: greeting, and you can post it on Facebook. That's what I
1: did. I watched it. Oh, you did! <laughs> Lovely that's pictures that's... of your doggies. Yeah, what a surprise! Happy oh, <laughs> holidays,
3: Jen, but I feel so guilty every time I get one in the mail, like a Christmas card. I
1: feel guilty. Should I feel guilty? I'm getting fewer and fewer. Well, and I don't know if it's people aren't sending them to me because I don't send them out, or if just less people are sending them.
0: You, you should feel guilty for lots of reasons, but I don't think it's because of the Christmas cards.
1: Oh, okay. And then I thought,
3: well, wait a second, aren't Christmas cards passe? Because just as starshine, starshine was saying, um, the people that you would send these cards to are usually
0: on Facebook. Now, of course, you have Grandma and Grandpa and, you know, a couple people here and there, but a majority of them... Yeah, for the oldies. For the oldies on that are not on the social networking, I guess maybe it's still a good idea. But, um, I... Yeah, and it's not very green, either. Christmas cards are really not very no. green. Especially, and I hate to say it, because these are actually my favorites, but the picture, the photo Christmas cards, you, you cannot recycle that photo paper for anything. It's just permanent... Yeah waste yeah, in and a i landfill. feel bad
1: about trashing those i have just a drawer full of people i do too because i, I have, feel like it's
0: we have them in a bag outside yeah,
1: it's like a superstitious kind of thing i'm like i can't throw away this stupid picture i
0: can't throw away holly's little baby on yeah. her first christmas <laughs> she's
1: 20 now <laughs> well yeah and exactly i mean really and the letters that
3: people and i mean you look at the cards and you go wow they don't look good or wow
1: <laughs> they really gained weight. but you can um, do that on facebook now you can yeah, go through everyone's picture and be like, Jesus Christ, what happened to that person? You're just judging them. They eat anyway. too many churros.
0: Speaking of yeah. Je- Pumpkin, speaking of Jesus Christ, uh, we just yes. we were just asking each other, do you like Jesus in your, your Christmas or no Jesus That's, in your Christmas? You know she
1: doesn't. I know, but I just want to <laughs> ask. Well, okay, let's see.
3: I have a nativity set that I used to play with when I was younger at my grandma's house, and I broke um, Joseph's hand so he can't hold his little crook. Um, So my grandmother decided to give it to me. Jesus is in the cooler in my second bedroom. Remember those good
0: old-fashioned 1970s styrofoam coolers? Yeah, yeah. Well, baby
3: Jesus is in the cooler, styrofoam cooler inside the trunk in my second bedroom. And I'm giving baby Jesus back to my mom this
1: year. Did your nativity scene have the angel hair? Do you remember that?
0: Oh, I do, yes.
1: The stuff that my grandparents and my mom would tell me that would kill you if you touched it.
0: Yeah, because it was made of asbestos. So I was
1: always scared shitless of the damn angel hair. Wouldn't go near the nativity because I thought the angel hair was going to kill me.
0: You never had that stuff? Yeah. It's that like Why it's how? that spindly
1: white fur kind of Yeah, and it, stuff. but I
0: think it was made of fiberglass. I yeah. think is what it was. But I it, I think it has asbestos in it too. I don't know. And and yeah, and it would make your skin itch and stuff. Yes, it and
1: would make you itch. No, I have
0: not The Hazards, right. The Hazards of the Lord's Holiday of the 1970s. Of G- yes. yes. <laughs> in addition to shag carpet, there was angel hair and what else? And those um, those bubbler Christmas tree lights that would light up everybody's yes. house on fire.
1: And wood paneling.
0: And we wood paneling. Have
1: to say happy winter solstice.
0: Yes. Uh, yes. Today is the shortest day of the year. So praise, Miss Yes, um, I do often. Right.
1: So there you go. So we should have had a winter, winter solstice, solstice,
0: solstice party. Maybe we're, maybe we'll have a winter solstice party next year. Yeah. I, I think
3: so. We need to have a winter solstice part and I miss the tacky Christmas sweater. I'm so
1: depressed. Well, we'll have New Year's. Oh, oh, is
0: there a theme? Yes. Yeah, it's 80s, isn't it?
1: I didn't put out an 80s theme. I'm tired.
3: Well, you know what? My daddy always used to make us strawberry daiquiris. Daiquiris were big.
1: Yeah, and so they had the Bartles and James ones, too, that were pre-mixed.
3: So you need to bust out the blender and some frozen strawberries, and we can have daiquiris.
1: Yeah, we should have daiquiris. All right, well... Oh, and what is Santa going to be hiding this year?
0: Well, I don't know. I, where is Santa, anyway?
1: That's a mystery. Do I have Santa? Do I you I think have you Santa? do. I don't I think know you do where have fucking Santa. Santa is then. I'm going to find okay,
0: him. Okay, well, um, pum- <laughs> Pumpkin, I hate to cut you off. No, he doesn't. the button on your phone right now. Well, pretty much. But, well, no, but seriously, there's two more things we have to cover here on the show, and um, I would just be talking to you about things you can't see, and that would be rude. Well, get to it then. So why don't you why don't you give the listeners a big holiday send-off? Well, mahalo,
3: and uh, what, see you next year,
0: maybe? Yeah, that, that sounds about that right. That sounds
3: yeah. very nice. Okay.
0: It was wonderful talking to you. Oh, you as well. Oh, enjoy the rest of your show. Aloha. Adios. Okay, mahalo,
3: aloha bye.
0: There I cut her off. <laughs> 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 so I wanted to I you know, we could talk to Pumpkin forever, but you know, it's it's just a phone call to the listeners probably. <gasps> Uh, what? My, it's Your my shoes, shoes are making farty noises.
1: Plastic farty noises.
0: I wanted to, something to look forward to in the new year, and I know we haven't quite hit New Year's Eve besides yet. Besides spending more time with me? Besides spending more time with you. There are so many tiki events coming up in the new year. It's
1: a shitload of tiki and events. And the
0: dates have already been announced. Now, the interesting thing is, and you can really tell that tiki is really hitting its stride and resurgence, and I hope it only continues to build for a few more years before it peaks, because everything peaks and valleys and peaks and valleys and uh, i think I think Tiki has not yet peaked again with its popularity because more bars and restaurants are opening up mm-hmm. all the time around the country and around the world and um so for example, uh, last year, I recall that many of the summer the the mayish summer and late summer events the dates weren't announced until March, April, and so on. Well, the 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 uh, events for May, June, August, et cetera, the, the dates for these events have already been announced, and that's a good sign, folks. That means sign. that they're signing bands sooner, they're getting talent, and they know that they have enough people interested to make sure that these events are a success. Now, the first one happening here in Southern California that yours truly will be attending, and I believe, Starshine, you're going to try if and make it there as the, well. You
1: have to talk to the center. Now, listeners... Sunshine has more sway With my husband than I do And you know that's true I do not It is so true If I told him I wanted to go On this trip He'd say no But if you called him And said we need to go To Palm Springs in May He'd be like Oh man." Senator,
0: don't you want to go to Tiki Caliente Three with me in Palm Springs? Maybe like,
1: oh, I, I don't know. I don't it's know. It's gonna
0: be at a kitschy motor lodge. That would get him. Kitschy yep, motor lodge. Uh huh. And it, there's there's tacky things to look at mm-hmm. and cheesy museums and there's um, there's drunk people to poke fun at all over yes. the place. And not only that, so it's May twentieth, twenty first, and twenty second in Palm Springs. And Palm Springs is just lovely most times of the year, but in May it's already nice and hot there. Yes, it's Palm pleasant. Springs yes, is nice. great because in this time of year it's they've got nice clear weather. It's it's warm enough that it's pool weather. Uh, you can get a tan if you want one. There's mm-hmm. lots of golf. There's casinos. There's it's got spas. A nice look of
1: its own, Palm Springs. It it's, does. It's, Palm different...
0: Springs is in Southern California anyway. Still kind of an epicenter of the. Uh, 50s, 60s kitsch. uh, Where the architecture, yes, very nice. And they've tried to save a good deal of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the hotel that is hosting this year um, just remodeled, but did not take out those touches. So I think that's very cool. So uh, the Zen Tiki Lounge will be there. We'll be hosting a room crawl. Uh, that is if I can get the ladies to come with me. I can't do that by myself. But I will I pack up to the come portable with bar, and we will host a room crawl. We'll have some of our drinks. If uh, you give
1: me a sleeping pill, I can sleep on your damn uh, Rory. desk chair again like I did with the other one, Tiki R- Oasis.
0: Rory, who organizes the event... Um, he, uh, said that he'd hold on to a room for us by the pool, so we will be right there front and center for all the shenanigans, and, uh, we'll be giving updates for Tiki Kalienta here on the podcast as we get into the new year and closer to May and tell you who the, the headliners are, Tiki Aki Orchestra's gonna be there, but so much more, and so on and so on. Now, after that... There is Ohana Luau by the Lake, and this is June 23rd to 26th. Mm-hmm. And, oh, um, well, actually, no, what comes first is the Hukilau. That's June 9th through 12th. And this is out in Fort Lauderdale, oh, yes. Florida. And you've been to that
1: one.
0: I've been to the Hukilau. I did not get to go last year, but I have been to the Hukilau. And the Hukilau is, it's a relatively big event. Um, but they call it a more intimate production, uh, the Bahia Cabana, which is the hotel that uh, hosts it where a lot of the festivities are. Um, it's, it's a smaller place, but it's right there on the waterfront in Fort Lauderdale. So that's very cool. And there's water taxis. This this I want to, I don't know. Cause we have other trips planned, mm. but the, the, there, there's water taxis that take you up and down the, uh, bike, the, the coastal waterway or whatever mm. There in Fort Lauderdale. You can, you see, uh. Lots of homes of the of the famous and rich, lots of basketball players and stuff, and um it's property. Taxes. And it and it's, it's it's a very Fort Lauderdale is actually a very cool place. It's not that spring break place that it used to be. It's mm-hmm. grown up a little bit, um, and there's a big gay culture there. Um, it there's a good gay scene just in like there, Palm so Springs. so yes, just like Palm mm-hmm. Springs. So, um, lots of fun for the straights and the gays there at the Lao and in Fort Lauderdale area. And we'll talk more about that one later on. And then later in June, this is the 23rd to 26th, is the um, is Ohana Luau by the Lake, and this is Lake George, New York, and this is at a motor lodge that has a Polynesian theme to it, right there, Lake George, New York, in the Adirondack Mountains. Now, Very
1: interesting.
0: If I could choose. You know, if I could only go across the country for one thing, I would go to Ohana just because I've not been to that event before. Yes. because I would love to see the Adirondacks. I yes. think it's a very cool setting. Now, last year when they did it, it was butt-ass cold, <laughs> and uh, Ronnie uh, out there who lives in Fort Lauderdale went. Um, Tiki Kaliki was there, and a lot of the kids, and they 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 were wearing parkas well, during the summer. And, you know,
1: if you live in Florida or <laughs> California, you're not adept, adept to doing. Even it was probably sixty degrees. Or was it?
0: No, maybe it was in October. This last, I don't remember, but I just remember they were cold. Yes, they were cold. And so um, that's June twenty third to twenty sixth. That's going to be a cool event, and we'll give more details. And then the granddaddy of them all—just uh, I say that just because it's technically been around the longest, but not by a lot—is um, Tiki Oasis, and this is in San Diego, and it's always around the last weekend of uh, August. It is the eighteenth through the twenty first in San Diego, California. It is at the Hanale, uh Crown Plaza Hotel again, and this year's theme—it's mm-hmm. a little interesting. It is South Tiki Oasis is South of the Border, a retro Tijuana-style tiki party. And
1: I've already asked if there was going to be a donkey show at this one,
0: <laughs> and I don't think there is. <laughs> oh my God! You know what? I just had inspiration for the next cocktail, so we're going to serve Kalani's grog here, and we'll have to rename it for the for the party. But, um. I had previously played around with uh, Jose Cuervo Mm -hmm. has a line of flavored tequilas, and they have a tropical flavored tequila, an orange flavored tequila, a lime, and a such. Now, their tropical flavored tequila is actually not bad.
1: Can we name it Donkey Show?
0: maybe we can
1: or donkey punch
0: donkey punch <laughs> donk we're well. will we'll work on that we will work on that um and it will it will give you a punch and right we're in the stomach have a
1: whole block of rooms this year with the amount of people uh, that- we are
0: going to try and partner with uh pete of the Revomatics mm-hmm. and uh have a an adjoining room with a band mm-hmm. uh for our hotel party and so we gotta we gotta work that, that out
1: we need that because we were so busy this year we need more yes. room we need more space
0: yes we do yes we do so that's uh, that's in august and that's going to be a very big event and uh that one those rooms sell out like a, yeah. an hour after and they when go are those online
1: going
0: up uh well we don't know yet mm-hmm. but luckily otto von stroheim my
1: favorite name in the whole sends world
0: sends out <laughs> sends out he sends out an email to those of us who were on the uh the special list and all you have to do is go to com and Put your email in for the, being on the special list, um, but I pretty much monitor my email all the time. And so this last year, when the email went out, I literally booked the room in in a few minutes later. And then I checked the next morning, and all of the poolside rooms were gone. All of the view rooms were gone. Well, then I'll have um, to
1: go online and fill it out. Well, I will tell you. Yeah,
0: yeah I'll I'll tell you. I'll give you a heads up. So, anyways, you need the
1: poolside room. I don't. So, I just need so Tiki
0: Oasis in August. Th- that's a good time. And mm-hmm. so, listeners, you say, well, what are these? What are these events about? It's about getting together with a couple hundred to a couple thousand other people who just want to listen to music, enjoy the warm weather, lounge by the pool, drink excessively. And there's sober people there too. I mean, you don't have to drink.
1: There's kids You there. eat,
0: you eat. There's kids. It's a family environment. Mm-hmm. As long as you manage your kids, no one's gonna hate you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's bazaars with trinkets, and you can buy sarongs and mumus and Hawaiian it's really shirts just about and fezzes, and it you, is. You
1: take that element of vacation that you like—the relaxation—and that's what everyone there seems to want. And do it for it's five about, days. Yes, that's what it's about.
0: And I don't even I don't when I'm in these cities, I don't even tour the cities so much. Mm-hmm. We just stay at the hotel.
1: No, I don't think a lot of people just, do.
0: Yeah, you know, there's, there's no need to. And then and now in each of these destinations, they're usually nearby, a nearby Tiki Palace. Mm-hmm. So for example, in uh, San Diego for Tiki Oasis, um, there is the Bally High, which is a very, very nice place. And they have a big kickoff event there. And then out at the Hukilau in Fort Lauderdale, there's the Maikai, which is the most amazing Tiki Palace of them all, probably left in the United States, maybe even the world. And it's, it's a place that everyone needs to go before they die.
1: It's on my bucket list. It's on your bucket list. Me and Morgan Freeman. Or whoever was in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. You're right. It was Morgan Freeman.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Can you believe it's the end of the show already? I
1: cannot. But my back hurts. So
0: well, it is the end of the show, and so uh I want to thank everybody for joining us for our holiday show. We talked about some some nice cocktails. We listened to some nice holiday exotica. And uh, I will put a couple of the artists up on zentigelounge.com along with the spiced rum recipe and the holiday rum cake recipe. So if you want to plan for next year's holiday tiki soiree, you'll have some ideas for snacks and booze and music. And you'll know where to download it or where to go buy it and all that good stuff. And uh, gosh, another year, it's gone.
1: Yes, another year that we've known each other and that makes us older.
0: I prefer not to look at it that way, but thank you for thank you for reminding me. At least
1: we're not wrapping hot dogs anymore.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. Although some you know, we had no cares in the world.
1: That's true. If I could make <laughs> what I'm making now and flip we burgers, made... I would do it in the second. <laughs>
0: Flipped burgers and wrapped hot dogs and, and to the, uh, radio. the worst thing we had to figure out was how we were going to squeeze in a two hour nap before going to school the next morning after a party.
1: If we were going to school. If yeah. I mean yeah. I, I finished school but it took me a while.
0: <laughs> so listeners, thank you so much for joining us in the Zenti lounge. You can go to com and you can uh, check out all of our information there. Uh, you can listen to the other podcasts or you can find us on iTunes or the RSS feed of your choice. You can go on Facebook and search for Zentiki Lounge and you can be our friend. You can like us.
1: We like friends. You
0: can find Kehlani, Starshine, and... Sunshine all on Facebook and be our friends as well. And you can converse with us. You can send us mail. Send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. Or you can, as we said, the only thing we want for Christmas is go on iTunes if you have an account. Leave us a review and then go to that first review we got in February of 2007 and say that it is not helpful so that Jay Felrath can go to hell. You know,
1: we probably were pretty shitty in 2007. Let's be honest. You
0: weren't even around yet. I know. Well, that's why it was shitty. (laughs) That's why. It was just Pumpkin and I and Pumpkin sucked <laughs> she just blew chunks and that's actually so so jay fellrath you know there you go touche you you were you were right on you were, right that on. Review. You were basically reviewing pumpkin and <laughs> i'm just saying
1: that's why he got two more hosts so that's he right it out a little bit
0: all right so uh we hope that you'll uh, catch us for our uh new year's uh video podcast whatever that ends up being and until next time mahalo, mahalo.
2: From all of us in the Blue Hawaiians to all of you out there wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. What do you say, guys? Maka is a thing, he said.